shaggy memes. There, I get it out of the way. Welcome to the family, uh, everybody. Uh, Once again, I have to come on this podcast and defend Scooby Doo. Um, I'm not. I'm not bashing Scooby Doo. I'm saying, hey, this was funny a day ago, and now it's not. Uh, yeah, like I'm normally not that up on internet culture but goddamn like within like eight hours i was like all right i've seen everything i need to see this meme the thing is i've lived through this meme twice already in the form of vin diesel and then in the form of chuck norris and now it's shaggy and i'm like all right this is the bottom of the comedic barrel please no more this is the this is the fascinating thing i completely missed the shaggy meme and and then i saw the oh this is this is just uh this is just Chuck Norris memes. I was like, okay, I get it now. I, I get it. I haven't seen any of them, but I get it. But I get it. But I get it. I get what's going on. Same joke. It's uh, a human being is grossly overpowered. Ha ha! Don't put him in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. He's not. I, Ed Boon's not going to put him in Mortal Kombat. I'm aware of this because that game is almost done and there's no point he's, going back. He's just, like, he's just like, he's, he took a look and he was like, no. Oh, he did do any. he did do a drawing of Sh- of uh, Shaggy and then like stuck him in uh, like a Mortal Kombat screenshot fighting Scorpion. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Pretty I think amazing. that's funny. I think that and Matthew Lillard being like into it completely is great. Well, let's be honest. What's Matthew Lillard doing right now? Yeah, but he's a cool uh... dude, right? Hey, he was on Twin Peaks and he got his head blown up. To be fair, he yeah, he's become like a that guy now. Like he shows up in like. Really good TV for like two or three episodes, and then just goes you away. Shaggy do uh, Shaggy Rogers, damn it! Uh-huh. Have you uh, have, have well, I mean, have you seen one of his last movies? Uh, it was an Uva Bowl movie. Oh no, which one? He also does that to pay the bills. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It was uh, in the name of the king, where him and Ray Liotta have like scene where they're essentially dueling with bad acting. Wait, what's yeah, that's great. That, I love that. Oh, wasn't that the one that uh that what's his face? Um Jason Statham was in? So, <laughs> so yeah. you know what he's doing right now? Like King Dungeon Siege movie. You know uh, what he's doing? He's actually voicing Shaggy in a lot of like Scooby Doo stuff. Oh, of course he's he he over Casey Kasem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, he's a good uh, Shaggy. Like Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. did a good job. Not complaining about that. If you go anyway, back to those uh, movies and you're like, what's good and what's bad here? He's he's not in the bad category, I, I would say. And so, yeah. Anyways, oh, we have a, uh, get this a show on the road. Yeah. yeah, we have a news episode for everybody. So we have an episode. Um, I'm Connor oh, McGraw. Who else is here? Yeah. Uh, Arlen Harrow. Uh, I am Kingdom Hearts cult leader Hunter Davenport. <laughs> Welcome to my flock. Uh... <laughs> There'll be none of that in this show. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm biding my time. Cool. Because will, mostly because we don't have the drive this van into the ditch. <laughs> you know what the worst part about it is? Is I feel like I can't make any jokes because they would require like 30 minutes of setup. No, you can't even make a reference because I would be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I know. <laughs> I watched a whole video. That you would think would have explained it to me. No, I'm I'm more in the we dark. Our video. All right, I'm telling you, it actually okay. This is the one, only thing I'll say about it is like if you break it down, it's not as like insane as you think it is. 
it's really not like I watched one or two videos and I'm like, oh, that all actually makes sense. Yeah. But there's, the problem is there's just so fucking much of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The problem is whatever point they're trying to make or message they're telling the story is now 13 layers thick of bullshit. Yeah. It's and like to get to that, you have to move nonsense out of the way. And I'm sorry, I'm not cutting through 35 people who have X's in their names. It's not happening. Yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm Eric Fedorchek, and I am now working on my new theory that uh, the DC universe and the Kingdom Hearts universe is connected because I'm at a point where I'm fighting a tornado in it. Blockhead <laughs> <laughs> shows up in the background. Your place yep. for John Kent to cameo. Exactly. <laughs> got to exactly. let you got to let him die, Zora, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't isn't Daffy the healer? Yeah. Well, I gotta let him die, Daffy. Sometimes he is when he feels like it. <laughs> Anyways, Those are the times when John Ken's like in the corner, like Daffy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Daffy it's a so we do have a lot of news. Uh, so did we want to address Legends, actually? We didn't really talk about this free show. Um, I, didn't I, 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 I didn't watch all of it. Um, I've said it, I said it last week before we it before. I felt like I had a demon in my stomach. Um, I, I, Legends certainly is a season this season. I, I think the, the sum of its parts isn't as strong as its individual parts. Like, it's as that a season... And, um, it's like, not the best. And it's just more of the same from last season, which they haven't, like, one to two was great, and then two to three was great, and then three to four is like, oh, you basically did this last season, but okay. Like, it's not terrible, but I'm just, no. I'm, getting, I'm not excited over it. I do think I, they're spinning their wheels a little bit. That's, that's yeah. fair to say. Yeah, and I... And I the, first, the first string of episodes, like, after what I thought was the end of the Amaya thing, I'm like, oh, we're still doing this. Yep. Uh, well, but they've they've done some interesting things. Mm -hmm. I think that they're going some interesting places. I, I, since you guys haven't, since not everybody's caught up, I feel like we can't really talk about the stuff that they did that was interesting. So, yeah. But. Well, the uh, the giant squid monster one was great. I love the fact that the opening of the show was all in Japanese too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like Legends as a whole. Um, yeah. I also like John Constantine, but that's that's yeah. um, the whole the whole Japanese episode's a better version of the George Lucas episode, so that was cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's legends. It's still even even with our lukewarm reception to it right now, it's still good. Fine television. Yeah. Still say it's the one that I recommend to other people. So, yeah. Uh, on the CW front, uh, I found that meme earlier where it says uh, CW renews all five of their superhero shows early <laughs> just to flex on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. oh, that's funny because it's true. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. they've, they've got the momentum and unfortunately Netflix was playing with somebody else's toys. So, and I saw, I saw a comment was like, what does Flash have to flex over Daredevil when someone was like a, f a fourth and fifth season? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and a good like, third season. I even argue that. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Even if, even if I would uh, let season four die in a fire, um, 
season that is not bad. Actually, this season is probably one of the more interesting ones uh, of the recent show uh, of the shows recently. Anyway, uh, before this turns into well, actually, that's like the first item that CW renews everything. Well, that was the main stories. We had a few speed round things to cover real quick. Yeah, mostly the name uh, speed round. Uh, CW renews uh, Black Lightning, Arrow, Legends, Flash, Supergirl, and would you guess it, Supernatural. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, I can't what? believe it. The little show that could. What? Yes, I mean it's already all over Connor's Instagram. Um, but if you told me this as a very <laughs> young, not even a teenager, preteen, that Supernatural would still be on the air, uh, I would have uh, acted very violently towards you. That's, uh, yeah, that's it's all, fascinating that's all... to find your threshold for murder as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very angry young man. I... Uh, so, like, I can't believe this underdog came in and got what a seventeen season show could do it, but they managed to get to. Season. Yeah, I never thought that this. Yeah, but here's the thing: in season three, it really was an underdog. It's oh, one of yeah. those shows where the fact that it's still on, I'm like, no shit, this isn't real. <laughs> this, there's, this isn't. How is this real? How is this still happening? Who is doing this? Who is well, responsible for this? That's the thing I know about that show in general terms. Is like, was it season nine or season ten? Was when it was supposed to end? Five. It was five. To end at okay. Five. God. Well, I I so saw like on an what extra you last. I saw what the last episode of that season was supposed to be just reading about it. I'm like, okay, that seems like a natural end point. And then it's like, nope, nope, keep going, keep going. Like if that so there's a cliffhanger that like 10 more years. Yeah. There's a scrub spinoff? Yeah, and it's actually not the worst thing ever. The problem is it, it doesn't know what the fuck it wants to be. Like, it doesn't know if it's we're going to continue the story of the old characters or we're going to start a crop of new ones because they just kind of like Every other episode, they change the focus of who they actually want the show to be about, and it just it just doesn't. Land. Oh yeah, this is about <clears throat> the interns, right? Yeah, it's still. I I would argue that it's very funny. Um, yeah, it's it's it was kind of interesting, I guess. I mean, uh, like there's a great Dr. Kelso gag right in the first episode where he talks about how his wife died, and they're like, "How you doing?" He's like, "Well, you bottom out, you press on." And JD goes, "How long has it been?" He goes, "About two days," and gets him. <laughs> <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> uh, um, but I've only seen a handful of episodes of Supernatural. I don't hate the show. It's just every time it gets renewed, I'm like, who's who's watching? I, a lot and of people. I, and I realize I'm really I fucking I, I live with someone who watches it, so um, and I can, I, hear, I can hear her marathoning through the wall sometimes. That and Ghost Adventures. I also imagine there's a whole lot of people who write slash fic that are continuing to support that show. Like yeah, whole... I'm sure there are people who only watch it because they think uh, those two men are pretty. Like, like mm-hmm. 25% or, yeah. of Tumblr has to be supernatural. <laughs> oh, it was. That, yes. yes. That, oh, and then, and then the purge happened. And now it's all Nazis. Tumblr Literally. Like, content. They're like, we'll take our fucking bag and go elsewhere again. <laughs> Oops, all Nazis. And then the Nazis <laughs> moved in. Now it's just Nazis and bots. <laughs> Not, yeah, okay. Nazis yelling at bots all day. <laughs> oh, what side to root for? 
So who's writing slash fic about each other then? Is it the bots writing slash fic about Nazis or the Nazis? Nazis are giant organized nerds, so it's probably the Nazis. They're just writing very Aryan focused fanfic about it. And since the robots started kissing, then Flash killed all the people who, who were of color and. <laughs> <laughs> oh no Iris is dead Joe is dead um, most of the characters that you care about outside of Barry are dead it's a very boring <laughs> show now mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's why honest, Flash like, characters weren't a big part of the crossover because most of those characters <laughs> would be dead uh, also let's be honest like I think most of the petulant fanboys mm-hmm. of the Flash want Iris dead so I mean we get two for a minute but that's also not the only thing we talk about. Yeah, but she also made a real quick turnaround in season whatever. Oh, there's also, there's also still people who are like, <laughs> you like your Felicity show? I'm like, yeah, that has been a problem in four seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, no. uh, yeah, so CW and everything uh, as we kind of expected them to because uh, as Ed once pointed out, those shows are going to be around for fucking ever. Yep. Probably. Yep. They're going to... Yeah. They're going to surpass Supernatural probably at some point. Arrow's going to get to season 17. It might not be Amel and everybody who's currently there, but... By that time, yeah. they'll have Connor Hawk, and then, yeah. Yeah. Well, then, yeah oh, you already, mean by that time, I mean, no. We, we don't... Timeline three times. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah. Every we, we time... what's going on like, with this sister, but, yeah. Yes. Every, yeah. Well, every time someone just wakes up and, like, something about the universe is different, and they just call Barry, like, will you fucking stop it? <laughs> Uh, I just I hope by the time I'm in my 50s and the world is on the brink of nuclear war that we finally get to see an Ollie with a uh, with the Van Dyke facial hair. Yeah, we almost well, got it, if... but I feel like I feel like he wants it more than like the people running the show want it. So, yeah, I think that that's just an episode. Please, I think that's what Please we get the season that he leaves. The season that he's like, <laughs> "Yep, I'm off. I'm gonna do the Van Dyke, and you can't you can't stop me." Yeah, well, they'll, like, they'll have his character. They'll have him do it for an episode, just because that'll be the facial hair he grows when he's in witness that, protection or something. That shit that Bruce Willis the very least, like, last like, yeah, episode, yeah. We're gonna get to be mm-hmm. Green Arrow. Um. Uh, so there's more Dune news, and uh, yes, uh, I kind of care about mm-hmm. Dune. I'm just waiting to see something. I, how can you not care about Dune at this point with the cast that they've had announced it's, so far? It's got, Mary exactly. it's got Mary Jane. It's got it's got Poe Dameron. It's, and it's got Anton Silva. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, Javier Bardem was in a Star Wars movie, right? No, he was in a James <laughs> Bond film. And, uh, yeah, he and he was in a Star Wars movie. I'm thinking of Benicio yeah. Del Toro. I was about to say, if they get one yeah. more Star Wars guy... Right. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. There's still there's still roles to be cast. Yeah. But I mean, Oscar Isaac is a huge pull for me, and Javier Bardem, but mm. yeah, Bardem is amazing. Like I, I rumored at this point, but or at least it's it's not written in stone. But he would yeah. be so good in that movie. Oh this God, casting, whoever's doing casting for this movie needs like seven races. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's yes. yeah. It shows that they know their stuff and they're going for heavy hitters, which is. Which is good because 
uh, Denny kind of, I think he needs it. He needs big names to sell this movie. Um, because I also think like if you're going to yeah. do like Dune, like having familiar mm-hmm. faces will help tremendously. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also I'm just hope that, uh, that, uh, people can fucking see this because I guess nobody went out and saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that that had a lot to do with marketing and also people don't care about Blade Runner as much as some people like to think so that was like a cult movie for a while wasn't it yeah yeah and i think the difference here is that like dune has its fingers in everything like dune has influenced every science fiction thing that came after it after the book after uh the jodorowsky's dune art book um and so on and so forth you know that's why the spice uh, shows up in star wars so yeah, that uh, Jodorowsky book never actually made it out into the public. That was just his. Uh, that was just his like Ooh. Dune Bible. But it made it around the rounds in Hollywood. It was well, yeah, in Hollywood. Yes. But yes. I mean, that's but, yes, but that's, you get what I mean, though. George Lucas yeah. saw that book, and you and can't like... look at that fact and say, "Well, that had nothing to do with." Oh that. yeah, and then they, uh, yeah. That book, and then when uh, Jodorowsky asked for it back, George went, "What book?" So well, what is this book? I'm not going to steal half of these designs. You know, I like can't read, so why would I want a book? He sees right. the sandworm. He sees the sandworm. He's like, I'm going to put that on a moon. <laughs> no, but it's Dune is is one of the bizarre like sci-fi books. Not even bizarre, but it's just bizarre to me that it it falls into the same place as like literature to use that in a very broad sense like people don't look at it strictly as a sci-fi book they look at it as like a a work of important literature which is kind of impressive it's kind of the same as like the philip k dick thing yeah yeah they're similar but there's a context to him though that's slightly different but i I think you're not wrong yeah i love him He's Philip crazy. Is he certainly oh, looks at higher than, say, H.P. Lovecraft, who doesn't yeah. get as much respect for some fairly good reasons. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, fine. You know? Well, and that's the thing. I mean, Lovecraft, it's it's more about what he inspired than anything else. But, like, Dune, at least the books that were written by Frank Herbert, are actual really good books. Like, well, I've read... The thing with Lovecraft is that, like, my roommate expressed interest in reading and I gave her my H.P. Lovecraft book. She's like, everything sounds interesting and premise based. She's like, I can't fucking get through mm-hmm. it. So his his writing's not yeah. for everybody because one, he he tends to make up fucking words, um, and he also writes in a way that no one would speak in or want to write in. So. <laughs> yeah, that and what he named a cat. Um, and he likes yeah. to drop the <laughs> word every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But compared to but yet, like but compared to uh, uh, Tolkien or uh, I yeah, the author, I, um, I I I um, could see C.S. Yeah. Lewis kind of falling into that, but I don't know. I, uh, but yeah, Tolkien would be a good choice. But I I don't know. There's just there's something about about Dune that, and I don't know if any of you have actually ever read any of the Dune books. I'm guessing not. Well, I'm um, not afraid of it. <laughs> it's that's the thing. There, it's not like the that stand. difficult. But he just he yeah. created he created a very full world within like what is it like three hundred pages? I think maybe four hundred is the first Dune book. It's really not that long. 
but it's he it was so so well thought out and so well executed that it just it all falls together so well and i understand why people have been chasing it for so long that's a i do know i know the basic details and it's just a very ambitious it is it's very it's very like so, realist so i'm like i'm excited to see it on the on like a movie screen i i that, just want a sci-fi movie that is an avatar to do gangbusters yeah that I'm and like i'm that hoping well. i'm hoping oscar isaac gets to say the tooth the poison tooth fear is the mind killer it's really no one no one david lynch dune duke leto i i i, I, I recognize it so fucking long, it's not even funny. Oh man, it's so fun. It's All I remember, I go back and forth on whether that's out. a good movie. So, Eric, I'm like 12. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I forget. I'm 985 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, this I've seen. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't get to have that excuse because I saw that movie when I was five. So, yeah, <laughs> I was too busy watching movies like Kangaroo Check <laughs> and <laughs> and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but more, uh, more movie. Um, this one pleases me a lot because just because I didn't know that these two things were uh, directly related. Because I heard Nicolas Cage was going to do an H.P. Lovecraft movie. For, uh, he's going to be in a Colorado space adaptation. I was like, Fuck yeah! After seeing Mandy, yeah. and I was like, and then they're like, and Richard Stanley is going to direct it. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kind of wondering if that. Uh... If that documentary did a lot for his personal brand in making Hollywood be like, yeah, maybe we should give him a chance again. Yeah, I think it did. I think there's it like was a, a good PR at the very least. Documentary going like, oh, they'll come for me. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there. I also feel like it's it's enough years removed from that Moreau movie for the studio execs now to not be the same execs. Um uh, probably on any level, I'm, I bet there's maybe one person remaining, um, and none of them can do anything because this is an indie studio, so they can do whatever they want and not have to worry about any yeah. of the consequences. You know what? It was and funny it's about post wine scene era and all that stuff. Yeah, what's funny about his exile is that like half of that movie, even less than it, can be contributed to Richard Stanley because they just brought someone else in who then just kind of. According to that documentary, well, just like, yeah, fuck it, this is dumb. Who cares? Let's just finish this. Well, I mean, his that actions was... before he got kicked off that got him put into exile. That stuff does usually. That stuff can kill a career on its own. Without well, that, and I wonder how much of how much of that was Marlon Brando, and as funny as it is to say, uh, Val Kilmer, their power right. in Hollywood at the time like speaking down about him so mm-hmm. people were like all right well you know the the god of film right now said something so we need to not oh luckily for him else. one of them is dead yeah well and uh <laughs> yeah. val kilmer isn't too far behind sadly so <laughs> well, yeah he's about three cheeseburgers behind oh it's, it's no it's not even uh, that like i thought he had throat cancer or something like that oh no yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah he has some sort of debilitating that. disease that's so watch your mouth. I'm sorry, I did not mean it. Val Kilmer, I'm sorry. Have your people call my people. Yeah. Oh, um, I dropped something in the Discord chat. Uh, the first poster for the Guillermo del Toro Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that earlier. Yeah. That looked yeah. fucking dope. Yes. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not impressed no, by it. That's, no, that's why course. I didn't put it on the list. So. No, you're going to poo-poo it. No, no, no. Are, are, are we... Like, 
Arlen, Arlen doesn't get excited over anything that's not a trailer. That's true. That's very and true. Then, and then you it's watch one and then you're done. Yeah, but no. I mean, it shows It shows they're at least going in the right direction. But like, I, I can appreciate a really nice poster. It is. It's yeah. a fine poster. It is a visual indication that they're going to stick to the visual aesthetics of those books. That's what's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's fine. That's 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 great. But also, like, if I just isolate that makeup and remove from the design, it reminds me so much of something that I would see in an older movie, and it just, I don't know. It might just be the way that it looks in the poster. It might be the way that it's I mean, edited. It like the DVD you find in Redbox? Yeah, kind of <laughs> a little bit. Like, like it, it's not like, fall down too far in the horror catalog on Netflix. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, this is a movie. Like if you change the title yeah. to Scary Dark, okay, yeah, Scary yeah. Dark, yeah. <laughs> if you change it to like d- or Dark Stories or you know, you know what I mean. Like if you change the title yeah. just a little bit, I'd be like, fuck this movie. I have no interest in this. But because it says <laughs> Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I'm I'm more interested because like okay, it's camo, and okay, I guess I, I should give it a big chance. Scare. <laughs> Right, the big scare. <laughs> the big scare. The big spooky. The big spookums. Yeah, yeah. The worst. Anyways. The worst. <laughs> Nothing else to say about that movie in particular, but I'm glad Richard Stanley is coming back to fucking. You know, yeah, and I, I kind of hope, I kind of hope he knocks it out of the park too. Like if he can come back and do an HP Lovecraft adaptation that does gangbusters, like how good will that make him look and how how wanted will he be within the horror community film wise? Exactly. And I believe Elijah Wood's producing this one as well. Mm. Elijah's not Elijah's not gonna let you go. He's not gonna let you stray too far. He's a he's a very yeah. good producer, uh, from what I've seen. So even the movies that are bad that he's put his name on are at least interesting. So that's well, that and what does he have to care? He has like three billion dollars or whatever he's it is busy, from the from the, the Lord of the Rings films. He's busy fighting the pedophile ring that's deep rooted within Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to imagine him just like he's got like a broadsword or something, and he's just going <laughs> in there. <laughs> Go as his backup. <laughs> yes. Elijah Wood just like casually knocks on the door of someone's house and just cleaves them. Like <laughs> he leaves a, a decapitated ah! horse in their room. Um, yeah, the music. No, he just puts their heads on spikes in the front yard. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> Here we are. All right. Like, so uh, again, I'll put you to fool me with Sasha Gray. Oh God. Oh, God not damn. that kind of movie. Do we want to move on? I don't know why this is in the main stories. The CBS Detective Frankenstein hey, plot. On, on. Oh, so, uh, Connor wanted to talk about wrestling stuff, so that's in the oh, okay. Yeah, okay, sorry. So, happening with WWE that like that is getting picked up by non wrestling related uh, news sites. Um, and it's that two of their guys, uh, one was granted his release, and one is leaving after WrestleMania. The first one is an NXT guy, and for those who don't don't know, NXT is like their feeder system. It's where they put people they want to develop and make it to TV stars. Uh, his name was Hideo Itami. He was known around the world as Kenta. He's arguably one of the best wrestlers on the planet, and they just let him go. Yeah. Also, they say oh. that they want to make TV stars. 
Yeah, they yeah, and they bring them up to television and fucking just systematically destroy them. Um, the second one is a bigger deal because the second one's Dean Ambrose. He's been arguably one of the biggest stars that company has created in the last decade. He's a WWE champion. I think he's held their tag belts, their mid card belts, everything. He's been all over the fucking card, and he turned down a seven figure contract because he's so vehemently upset with the creative direction of the company that he just wants to go. It's like. Um, like I was saying earlier, like the whole like part of the appeal of wrestling is like the crowd is kind of a part of it. It's not like it the fact that this guy has ideas and then he's being told, No, you can't do that because we want this to happen. It's like you can't you can't force like a business or like even an art form that is so vehemently reliant on the crowd you cannot pigeonhole the crowd into something that they don't want it's not like a movie a movie a movie audience cheering loudly isn't going to change the course of the story but yeah like audience reception can dramatically alter the way a wrestling product flows throughout like a year and ambrose has been trying to do stuff that's a little outside of the box for wb and they're like no um See this movie called The Dark Knight Rises? We just saw it recently. There's this guy named Bane, and we're gonna make you like a shitty version of him. <laughs> oh, so they're gonna make him Shockmaster? That is exactly what happened. They put him in this like fucking dime store gas mask and a fucking fur coat, um, and made him walk around with like a SWAT team for a couple days, and was everyone so dumb. all over it. And his um his motivation for this was because he did a segment a few weeks prior to this where um to get heat on a crowd, he he did a sketch where he went to a doctor to get vaccines because he thought the people of the city were gross. <laughs> Are you mad? Is, is okay. Vince like... Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? This is where I have to... This is where I have to... <laughs> so... <laughs> what? I love... What I the love fuck? Is so remarkably good or bad that Arlen has to be like, what? What? <laughs> Oh, you uh, talked about it, how there was a year or so where I was actually not into wrestling, but I was paying attention to it. Um, yeah. And it has fallen a lot, I guess, from when Randy Orton was literally trying to kill Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> At least that was the storyline. <laughs> like, he was like, I will kill Vince McMahon and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon like a, a fucking serial killer, like, like fucking Cicada. He was intent on crippling <sighs> the whole family. He like just like beat mm-hmm. the fuck out of Stephanie on TV, and then made out with her unconscious body. It was really offset, uh, off-putting, and we've gone from that to um, to, uh, you people are dirty, so I'm gonna fill myself going to the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, oh, that'll make those people mad. Also, your sports team is unremarkable. Well, he, they do that all the time now. They're just like, oh, the the fucking Steelers, huh? Um, but it, it's it's bad because uh, not too long ago, a tag team called The Revival, who are a really good throwback old wrestling tag team, asked for the release. Uh, there are rumors about lots of other people asking for the release, and this is on the heels of an announcement coming from Cody and Chris Jericho about them starting a professional wrestling company with oh. owners of the Jaguars, who are actually billionaires, are backing this thing. Okay. That makes a lot of sense, then. Uh, yeah. So there, we we stand a chance of seeing an actual the, uh, 
competitive wrestling environment for the first time in a long time. The the wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The 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 football team, the Jaguars. At the cons. Oh. Okay. They have money out the fucking wazoo, apparently, and uh, one of them is a huge wrestling fan, and that's how that deal got broken. And one of them wants to kill Captain Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one uh, is frequently fast by Luke. That is is actually fascinating that Um, they're doing that. Yeah. Um, But uh, apparently, like, Vince is trying to get people to sign on within the company for five year contracts. Uh, They're (laughs) fun to watch, honestly. Um, that, is, that is not happening. The thing is, like, it, what little bit I know of the WWE, at least not, I don't know anything about current storylines, current rosters or anything like that, but I know what their business is like. Stop running it like it's a goddamn carny show. Like, pay these people a livable wage, offer them insurance, and you would probably have people staying with you longer. And stop micromanaging what is essentially performance art. Like, you can't, you you can't, blood from a stone in this department like you have to kind of let them be themselves and then it'll work like yeah. the most successful people were allowed to go be themselves and for some reason people behind this company just don't understand why their success stories are well and also not to make light of this but when you put too many eggs in one basket that basket might get cancer which is not a joke about what happened to roman reigns like that's an actual thing like you spent all this fucking time putting all this energy into one guy and you said Fuck everybody else. They're not important. They're not special. They don't matter. They're not the guy. Oh, shit. Our guy is potentially terminally ill. We don't have anybody. Put the belt on Brock Lesnar. Oh, he's not going to be here for the next six months? We don't give a did shit. You, did you see that shit where he had his like first photo shoot in like years, like a decade? Yeah, Brock had his first photo shoot since. That dude doesn't care. He's like he just shows up. And he's just like, okay, I got the belt now. I guess. Right, where's my six mil? Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to my farm now. Like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat a whole cow after I oh, unhinge my jaw. <laughs> God, the show I just ate the big show last week. Um, <laughs> I think he has it on TV. Um, was it here where I came up with the the Brock season uh, idea, where like every now and then, or like every three years, in in where the fuck, way up north, um, they have everybody just stays outside their front porch with shotguns in case Brock comes along to eat their uh, their livestock. <laughs> I I vaguely remember you talking about that. Yeah, I, I remember like... that, but I might have heard it on Movie Dumpster, so like it could be, <laughs> could be either way. I, yeah, I just I love the idea of he and him just crawling through the land as this terrible creature that's there to destroy your livestock with his shitty sword tattoo (laughs) basically yeah (laughs) that's sword what the fuck is that that thing was like six foot tall 300 pounds i was like sir it was just a brock lesnar you can go inside now oh that's exactly what i was trying to think of Arlen, I was trying to, if I knew where he actually was, his home base was, I would have been able to use something to replace Moore's, but works well enough. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's, yeah, the moral of the story, WB probably has to do some kind of course correct or you know, serious when it comes to maintaining talent. Their TV ratings are already dipping as it is, and the only good thing they've done recently is is named Becky Lynn. They, they just need to have someone make sure that 
Vince McMahon doesn't wake up in the morning and everything will be okay. Wow. That's someone is Vince McMahon's guy, although he's, he's finally looking old and to be a complete asshole, but it's kind of gratifying to see him like, ha, you are mortal. It, it's probably because the ratings are tied to his lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the, the portrait of Dorian Gray. When they started yeah. dipping 2.0, oh, his seat turning to dust. Yeah, he's like, oh no. <laughs> the contract. Turner is like, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought Ted was out. Ted's been Ted playing the long game. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we can move on to the uh, the main stuff, which is uh, lots of um, lots of superhero. Yeah, a lot of cape shit. Yeah, um, it's going to be the, very capey. What, what in the fuck? Yeah. Is this Detective Frankenstein thing? Uh, okay, so... all right. <laughs> okay, I I love this already. I am hundred percent in. That's why I picked it because I knew Hunter would support me on this. Um, so CBS greenlit a pilot for a television series about Frankenstein, who is a detective. Yes. Um, yes. Unfortunately, the plot is he's already a detective, and then he gets brought back by you guessed it, that, Doctor Frankenstein. To me. As long as he's yeah. solving crimes, that just sounds like I Zombie, and I'm infinitely less interested than I was before. I thought that. This was just Frankenstein's monster from the time he was made. Suddenly, put it a modern detective. <laughs> thing until until I see the trailer and he doesn't have bolts. And he's here's not here's how here's how they this here's how they make that better. He was a detective in the 1800s and he comes back now. Yes. You know yes. what? You know what? The solution to every fucking crime is going to be throwing a little girl in the lake. That's all it's going to be. That's just uh, solved. Throwing the lake. There you go. Next time, Doctor Frankenstein, MD. Like, uh, no, that's the, second, that's the that's the season finale. Is a girl's a girl is drowned, and they have to find out who it is. And at the end, they realize it was Detective Frankenstein all along. Like the reboot ever. And then, yeah. well, the last episode will be they'll figure it out to him who killed her, and then they're going to send him away on an ice flow, and that'll be the end of the series. Because, God damn it, why? Why? And then the second this, season is in Alaska, and... Uh... This is the stupidest idea. Like, I'm generally it's open to this. It's no. just some, some dumb things. No, Hunter, it's a dumb idea. No, like, no, no. It's, it's a dumb not... idea, but I'm going to watch the pilot, even uh, if it's really bad. I read this headline uh, and thought... For sure, it had to be from like the hard times or the onion or something like that. Yep. Um, yep. Because okay. I remember a year ago when Kirkman was pitching The Walking Dead, someone tried to turn it into a cop drama. Yes. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. That'd be awful. Yeah. And then I saw that <laughs> they, it was like, well, that it was doing that a couple of times. That. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, I kind of like, I kind of like the idea of like turning these things on their head. But like, I can understand like cop drama Walking Dead would suck. So well, hard, and, and well, they recycled that it... script a couple times because it was uh, at one point it became uh, cops who were vampires hunting zombies. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> what? That's, that, yes, that's an actual why, thing. Why is it like now instead of old cigar swilling idiots? Like I just think of like every Hollywood producer as fucking uh, Tommy Wiseau from the uh, Disaster Us trailer, yes. like. Oh, there's a man named Tommy. Maybe he's a vampire. I don't know. I, 
I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my head around how do you do a cop drama that takes place in the Walking Dead universe? Like, would this be as people are slowly sure. turning into zombies, or sure. is it just no longer yeah. cop? What are they trying to arrest zombies? Yeah. Are they are they just two two guys who are so traumatized by everything that they're just like, no, life is normal. I'm a detective. I need to solve crimes. <laughs> just the idea of John right, honey, my child. <laughs> the idea of John Bernthal and Andrew Lincoln just trying to handcuff a zombie. <laughs> just, and, I'm sorry, sir. What's your name? Oh, Mr. Uh, they can break off their hands. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'm just imagining the Law and Order theme, but at the end, it's like the spooky, the spooky house music. The regular, like, like a regular, like Law and Order episode, but they put in like Halloween sound effects in the background. Spooky House Volume Three. Yeah. And to answer your question, Eric, of how they would do it, same way you take a Stephen King story about a satyr who cuts lawns and you make it about <laughs> but it just that like I just it almost I, makes I, more sense to me actually yeah. <laughs> I got lawnmower man works better than this fucking hypothetical idea yeah it does actually like I just it completely shits on the idea of what the walking dead was which it's supposed to be a zombie thing oh it's fucking God, how? how? Just, I'm it's broken. Like are dumb. I, I are really dumb. As good as Eric was like, why? When I said the Hellraiser Judgment has like a... I, no, my exact quote is, they have one job. Mm. <laughs> well, and here's the thing where, this is where it breaks down into becoming like really sad, is that there are so many uh, networks and so many of like the network's uh, subsidiaries and... Uh, I can't remember what, the, what it's called, the actual people that air it in local cities. Um, so many of them aired uh, Night of the Living Dead on Fridays because it was free for them to air it. Um, mm-hmm. And they didn't have to pay anybody for it. And so a lot of these networks lived off of zombies for years, yet these executives had no idea what it was. So they had no idea what zombie movies were or what they meant to the culture. Um until Walking Dead came out, uh, so yeah, it's just mm, it's really it's really like wow, there are people out there who are so disconnected from what people are actually watching that when they are forced to make the thing that people are yeah, watching, they're they not have watching no television. Just burn it all down, start yeah. again. They're just they're sitting in their manners. And like throwing <laughs> darts at, at one of, like an employer. So what's your idea of what billionaires do? Because it sounds really mundane. And they're they're, they're lis- throwing darts and spinning in their office chairs. They're yeah. listening. Yeah, they're listening to Deflator Mouse and and spitting out fifteen year old brandy because they requested the eighteen year old brandy. And their yachts trying to dump the bodies. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then Elijah Wood comes in. Like, <laughs> Damn it! You beat to it. I Say yeah, and then they're trying to figure out how to stop Elijah Wood from discovering them. <laughs> and then he fucking crashes into the window with his fucking broadsword and just starts decapitating people. I love, I love broadsword Elijah Wood. He's on the order for this week. It's happening. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> Can we just have Elijah the Claymore? Like, 
Yes. Kylander. <laughs> he's got William Wallace's Claymore. He's you know the hilt. He's like the middle of the hilt. Yes. <laughs> uh, he can barely lift it. It'll be like it's gonna be good. Oh Jesus Christ! What's my right, story? Um, uh, this is a DC. Um, Ben Affleck is not Batman anymore. Yeah, I'm not. Really, yeah, I'm not that shocked. I mean, it sucks, but I'm not that shocked. Yeah, it's um, I can't think of. He's been trying to leave this fucking role for like four years. He has done yeah. everything but set himself exactly. on fire at this point. Yeah, like, like uh, how long ago did Justice League come out? Two years um, over, uh, over a year ago now. Yeah, like, like he's been trying to leave ever since Batman versus Superman. <laughs> like, well, ever ever since Sad Batfleck. Um, hello, yeah. darkness, my friend. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, ever since that I, happened, basically. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. And I, there's this sentiment is shared. Um, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I, like I feel bad too because like he never really got a chance. Like oh, everything that happened to this entire project with these DC movies was completely out of his control. Um, the same with Cavill and the same with Snyder. Like this was this was something they were all kind of all in on, and then the studio just fucked it up and fucked it up and fucked it up, and like now we're left with this disaster of a cinematic universe that is one but isn't one. I, yeah. yeah. Yep. And the fact that the two biggest movies in their canon. Fucking Aquaman and Wonder Woman, which don't get me wrong, cool. That's awesome that there there's good versions of those. But how do you fuck up so bad that Superman and Batman aren't your biggest movies? Yeah, why why did that why did that movie not be like the biggest movie that summer? Like, uh, yeah, there's yeah. there's well, no reason that should not have made Star Wars money. Like, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there's also no yeah. reason for Justice League to fail, and I think yeah. Justice League, as far as what it's supposed to do, actually a far worse movie than. Yeah, half as entertaining. I agree. Uh, at least, like, there's things about Batman vs Superman that I can sit and watch in a vacuum and go, "That's fucking awesome." Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing about Justice League outside of like some of the Flash stuff that makes me go. Uh, so, like, it's ridiculous to me that they have such a huge, huge property, and they were like, it's like the biggest comparison I can make is like EA, like EA Games and Star Wars, like. They, <laughs> they don't know what the fuck to do with it. Like, it's not like oh. this is their first swing at this fucking concept, too. Like, it's they've done Batman movies before. They've made good Batman movies. They made bad bad Batman movies. They have made good Superman movies. They have made bad Superman movies. I don't understand how you don't look at your own history and go, okay, that didn't work. That fucking did. Uh, also, I don't understand how. Uh, you can possibly have uh, Batman for Superman and Superman, the most the household names as far as comic book characters go, and they have now essentially been lapped by Iron Man and Captain America in the movies. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a shame because I think Ben Affleck was actually quite good in the role. Like, he he brought the gravitas and and the look of an older Batman to it. I don't it think there's really anybody well. so far who has hit every aesthetic <laughs> checkbox that I need for a Bruce Wayne Batman. Like, yeah, he looks he looks scarily like animated Batman. Yeah, he's, like he looks Bruce like Wayne. he's really intimidating mm. looking 
it. I've seen people call him fat, and those people are crazy because if 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 that's your idea of fat, well, I have news for you. Um, uh, he is he looks ending in uh just like in a fucking like a dress suit, and then he puts on the bat suit. And I'm like, he just looks like he is 400 pounds of muscle, and he can break my body by flicking me. Um, yeah. And when you put that in that Rich suit, is shit house perfectly designed, and I still refer to the warehouse fight sequence in Batman vs Superman as like. All fucking great! Everything about Affleck in that bat suit was, and Zack Snyder making a Batman movie. How much fun would that have been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been at least interesting. I, yeah, maybe. I yeah, I, it depends on how much the studio got involved. Like I already mourned this. Um, but like, yeah, this is more. This is more of what yeah. we already do, and this kind of goes into. I'm going to skip a story connected, which is Zack Snyder's returning to acting. Uh, and he's making a zombie movie on Netflix, and to that I say, gimme. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'm. I'll be curious to see how it is without James Gunn writing the script. Wait, wait. Is is Zack Snyder writing it? I think that's important. I have yeah. no idea with the story, but that's not actually our next story. Our next story is Suicide Squad. So yeah, but I didn't okay. want to. I didn't want to skip over. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, do a story. Come right back to Zack Snyder because he's still. So, I'm actually all for this <laughs> because, like, I think I think James Gunn Suicide Squad is actually a super interesting concept. Yeah. Well, it's it's DC getting what they wanted to begin with with the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, <laughs> they they but wanted that to be their they, Guardians of the Galaxy. They have James mm-hmm. Gunn, and it's like I kind of want to see what he does. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. I, I will support whatever he does. I don't, you know, if it's bad, oh well, it's bad. I spent like nine bucks like, on a ticket. Because like Aquaman and like, what was the other one that just came out? <laughs> Wasn't there another DC movie that was like, yeah, it's not bad. Batman's um, about to come out. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But like, but yeah, that's, it that's seems it. like they're almost turning a corner. Yeah, it seems like it. I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the fact that the next team movie they're gonna do is a Suicide Squad sequel. Um, I don't, I don't know yeah. how to feel about that because, yeah, like, I, I just try to forget yeah. that first movie ever happened. Honestly, <laughs> well, also if you look at their track record with with team up movies, it's actually like that's the problem. Like if you look at their solo movies, and you're just talking about quality, yeah, their solo movies are all good. Their solo yeah. movies are all perfectly fine. Yeah, um, it's the team up movies yeah, that but... really mess shit up. I think I think the inclusion of James Gunn is a big boost to that. Though. Yeah, yeah, I and I mean he's also writing the script, isn't he? That's what I've heard. Um, yeah, because the the, the, the standard DC or Warner Brothers thing is going to happen, but less so it seems with this new I, regime. Like, go ahead. Gunn, like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm going back to this. But James Gunn wrote wrote those Scooby Doo movies, and I think. While they not be may not be you guys might not think they're good movies, they're actually pretty entertaining. Like at the very least, yeah. At the very least, I think he can make a a pretty fun movie. I mean, I, like in comparison yeah. to another team movie they have coming out, I'll take this over the. I will take this current like nebulous concept over whatever the fuck I saw in that Birds of Prey teaser. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that teaser, I don't care about it, and I don't understand why you care about it. Yeah, it's not even. I care about it because I it's was not something worth even having attention. That's why it's yeah. not even in this story. I, I will. 
I will be it's not uh, worth having an opinion. All right. Yeah. I, 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 I actually agree with Arlen on that. Yeah, I, I'll be more excited when I see more, honestly. Or like, it wasn't even a trailer. It was like, did they even call it a teaser? Like, no, it was know. more like it was almost like that Joker uh, test they did. You know was what that, I mean? Or that no, Deadshot I'm, test. I'm pretty Which sure they called it a teaser. Yeah, they called it a teaser. And the difference is the Joker stuff got me intrigued. The Birds of Prey thing infuriated me because I just test the look of everything going on there. I hate it. I well, to be completely honest, the only thing I get any time spent on is Harley wearing the whatever yeah. the fuck she's wearing. Oh, so and also, Connor. I, Connor, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but us as upper, like, like from 20-year-old to upper 30s uh, white men, we are not the target audience for this movie. Oh, bullshit! <laughs> I was pretty excited to put Black Canary on screen, but I guess not. Whatever. Anyway. Well, no, I, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's there's a reason they're making this movie. And it's yeah. probably... There's... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I think there's a very specific reason for why it looks the way it does and why it, the music is the way it is. It's there so that they can put this on an Instagram story later on yeah. and they can get young girls to look I, at it. I, like, the one thing I will give this movie is I'm really excited to see Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. I think that's super interesting. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Nah, I'm yeah. just like, I'm super, like, I'm glad wonder... they're making, like, an all-female all like team up movie but like at the same time i really not that interested i wonder which member of the cast he's going to start dating you and mcgregor that is i mean being that it was uh what's your face in fargo season three that he left his wife for and uh yeah nobody nobody anyways um what's the next story um I think that is the Zack Snyder thing, actually. The uh, oh, okay, the zombie yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. So, Army of the Dead. Um, I'm. This is all from memory. It's a Netflix production. He found the writer yeah. of the movie. Um, Interesting. And, yeah, it was his idea. It was something he wanted to do. Um, but Adam Driver. It's got me. America's <laughs> greatest actor, Adam Driver. It's another zombie movie. Uh, but yeah, it's his production from beginning to end, and it's described as a heist movie with zombies. So that's kind of yeah. cool, I guess. It yeah. could be. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I yeah. can't think of the top of my head of many heist movies that have zombies in them. Uh, I don't think there are any. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I, I would like some clarification. Is like, is this? During the apocalypse, as it's all falling down, is this post? Is this? Or will you know, this? Like, is this? Yeah. Will this be better or worse than Hurricane Heist? Actually, that's the real question. Yes, that we should all be That movie. <laughs> oh no! Wait, wait, hold on. What is Hurricane Heist? You okay? You don't know about Hurricane Heist? Oh, it's on remember... HBO Go right now. Do you, Connor, do you remember Geostorm? Do you remember seeing? Remember it happening? Yeah, it came out along the same time. Yes, it's a movie about a heist set during a hurricane. hurricane. Oh, Connor, Connor, the best part about it is the the hurricane has a skull face. Yes, it does. Yes, and there's a scene with people in semi trucks trying to outrun a hurricane. Yeah, 
fantastic film. Hey, first of all, <laughs> Hurricane Heist is like calling Jaws Big Shark. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Secondly, I'm very tired of people uh, scenes like, someone's running from weather. Like, I don't understand how Geostorm and Hurricane Heist came out around the same time. But like... Uh, uh, same way that uh, White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen came out six months ago. Yeah. 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 Or Dante's Peak and Volcano, uh, whatever the other the asteroid movies were. Um, hey, yeah. Doesn't Tommy Lee Jones shoot Lava with a pistol in Volcano? I don't know. I haven't seen that. <laughs> Stay back. I haven't seen either of them. One of them is yeah. shot in Idaho, very close to here. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I've seen Dante's Peak, uh, but it was years ago, and I remember seeing Volcano. Far more recent than I saw Dante's. Hey, I remember about Dante's Peak is somehow volcanic eruption makes water into pure acid. Sure, that's <laughs> I guess that sure. was the explanation. Yeah. It made the water. It made like a, a small body of water lethally acidic. It, yeah. uh, what, I, okay, okay. Now science works, uh, but okay. It, yeah, okay. I mean, Somebody saw a documentary on the salt in the sea, and they were like, hmm, what if that happened instantly after volcanic eruption? They had to cross like a body of water, but Pierce Brosnan's like, no, it's acid for reasons. Um, and so everybody piles into a canoe, and then Grandma gets out and pushes the across the water, and then she dies because it burns. Yeah. But Anyways. if it can... <laughs> if it can... <laughs> Eric, I can hear the gears in your brain. It's great. Uh, <laughs> what was the canoe made out of? Was it wood? Was it loom? Like, if it if it can eat through grandma, it should realistically be able to eat through whatever material the fucking canoe is made out of. No, you're thinking this about is, it. This is great. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get back to Zack Snyder, because he... Uh, the man deserves some credit. Um, I'm actually surprised that I, like I think he's come back is, so soon. Um, I mean, I think this is a whole like you know what Warner Brothers did me dirty, so I'm going to come back and do something yeah. that's completely and made. Like, between also, like, his child died, if you yeah, if you well yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying like the way Warner Brothers handled his yeah. child dying. Right. Yeah. It, it's well, like, they basically fired him afterwards, yeah. if, if we're to believe the stories that the thing have is, come like, out they, recently. They, they fired him and tried to frame it as, we're giving him time off to deal with the loss of his loved one. It's like, you dirty motherfuckers. Yeah. No, you aren't. You just fired him. Like, that's all it's that like happened. Going to his daughter daughter's funeral and then pissing on her casket as it goes down into the grave. <laughs> like, who's the death yeah. of his kid as 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 a fucking framing device for your lateral corporate move, you douchebags. Yeah, like they just they man, it's like that that whole it I think there's nothing that will like sum up this whole WB situation more than that. Because it's like those people are like almost subhuman. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Well, it's it's interesting when like the best choice that they made, the best choice recently was when they said, well, we had to 
behind-the-scenes fire Joss Whedon because Patty Jenkins didn't like some of the decisions that he made about Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's the best decision that they made yeah, in the they, recent they time. Better. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's not a matter of them being like, well, this we're doing this for the good reason. They're doing that so they don't trip over their own dicks and piss off the person who's made them a lot of money. So it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with their actual talent. It's still them just looking out for their own best interest. Right. It's still really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> their actual no, reasoning. No, it's, yeah. it's bullshit. Like, they shouldn't, like, it, it's complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> we talked about this. It was them trying to get their raises, their paychecks. Yeah. Early. Yep, before they all got fired. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm still having a vision of, of, cigar-chomping executive at Zack Snyder's daughter's funeral and just like, ah, she looks thirsty down there. <laughs> Young and then, and then Elijah Wood for the loss of your uh, son, daughter, daughter, whatever. <laughs> and then Elijah Wood descends from the ceiling. <laughs> I've had 34 the kids the... die. <laughs> of the outside? Yeah. <laughs> I know. He jumps out of a cloud? Yeah. <laughs> No, he he. Elijah he, Wood's in the coffin. He jumps out and decapitates the executive. Yeah, Zach, Zach, I'm sorry. Your daughter got fired for life. Speaking of being fired, <laughs> it jumps onto the coffin, hey. and then the Twin Peaks music comes up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, God damn it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess the main story is the boys. Yeah, fuck the, the boys seven. trailer, uh, yeah. which really like came out forever ago. But yeah, um, like I, I, I don't know. Generally, really like this trailer. It's a really good trailer. Like I, it's so it's there's something about fuck the seven, which is amazing. <laughs> I, that was my favorite part of the trailer. Fuck the seven. <laughs> I I've read the entire series before and. Um, even with it being on Amazon, there's some things that they wouldn't even try and do on this show that I case in point, there's a storyline in it called Herogasm. That's all about where the superpowered people of the world go to to blow off steam for a couple days. And the prostitutes there are taking a a uh drug or a watered down version of the compound that makes superhuman so they can actually survive having sex with superhumans oh, oh. Right. there's some very yeah, very dark yeah there's some very dark stuff in this comic and i'm curious to see how far they're going to go with this tv show because i don't know if they can or I mean, if they have the balls well, it's to not, it's on it's cable Seth Rogen, so i yeah, it's on thing. amazon yeah i get that but there's some things that happen that well, yeah it's I, I bet I honestly sci-fi, sci-fi adapted happy and that blows my mind. I dude, I once again, there are some things that happen in this comic. I mean, that... No, Connor, the, I, I know what Eric's talking about. There's there's a lot of shit in this that's not gonna be like it's not gonna be one to one no matter what they do. Yeah. Yeah, like okay. Happy I watched I watched a few episodes of it and it's actually a very faithful adaptation of the comic. Yeah. But but there, there. I can guarantee you, at the very least, there will be some implications. There's. So this is technically on a premium. Like this is a premium service. This is yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure that there's a, a higher ceiling for risk. 
there's an there's an issue where we Huey goes down on his girlfriend and doesn't realize she's having a period. Yeah. I mean it's, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's one yeah. of those. It's one of those. Alright. Here's the thing. I think the mm-hmm. stuff that will be taken out is stuff that might be considered in bad taste. Um and I will that's gonna be that category. That's there's going to be a large swath of the comic missing that because there's and I mean, I maybe I'm be hyperbolizing a little bit, but right. it there's a lot of that comic is very spirited, like very mean spirited. And I don't think anybody realizes that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I guess my only context is like preacher. And I don't know oh, oh. how Oof. close that is, but. Uh, but- uh, yeah, well, I mean, preacher one preacher. for one would would wouldn't work as well. Preacher gets, I'm sure, angers people just on, based on blasphemy, and it's on you know. Well, yeah. well retarded Jesus will do that. <laughs> yeah, think. that's actually that's actually better, and I think more offensive than what's done in the comic. So, I mean, it's if they can if they can walk that line well enough for the boys, cool, but. There's just there's so many things from reading that comic that I just I'm I'm concerned how it's going to translate. Like it seems like a cool idea, and if they just go with the the base premise, which is the boys are a bunch of CIA funded guys who basically police the superheroes. Okay, cool. I'm okay with that. Just if you try and get into the insane hijinks, then you're going to start to run into some problems find a happy balance between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, I don't have Prime right now, so I'll have to I'll have to find other ways to see the show. Um, yeah. Is the one description service where I'm like, I don't know, I think I have too many subs for other things already. I, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. the same price, and I didn't get free shipping on on other, on other things, and a lot of other free services I wouldn't I wouldn't have Prime. Yeah. And I also have a student discount which uh helps helps quite a bit. I um, can imagine. Yeah. Uh so yeah. DC Universe which is what $8 a month. Nope, don't want to pay that much for it. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't I don't need it yet. Nope. Yeah. Almost like I'm not somebody who would buy that service early for a whole year Damn before it's even <laughs> tested. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then a few months later, find yourself going, there's no content left for me to absorb. I'll have to yeah. read old issues of Superman. Oh, darn. Well, from, um, from, some, from some of the things I've seen posted, they actually do have a pretty wide swath of comics it, available. So. Yeah, it, that, that's I, cool. a reason I get it if I get it. There's still a free trial, right? You can still sign up for that? Yeah. There's still probably. That's like seven days, though. It's not yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's enough for me to dip my feet in and go. I'll oh, just, you can do a lot in seven days. I mean, here's the thing. I logged on and I was like, oh, they don't have every every DC movie yet. They Not have yet. like 25. And I was like, this isn't this isn't worth it for the person who wants everything. This is worth <laughs> it for some of the uber nerds that we may or may not know who like DC regardless and who just want to support it. Because DC yeah. needs all the help they can get. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even though it 
didn't get included, I just wanted to say everybody should check out the Umbrella Academy trailer because it looks really good. And yeah. Pretty faithful to the comic. But, but nope, had to cut that out. Had to cut that out. So anyways, next story. Uh, well, this is more Netflix stuff, actually. Well, this is more streaming stuff, anyway. Um, there's a announcement that there's going to be a Resident Evil TV show. Yo. Okay, okay. Hold on. Like, I'm very tepid with this because live action Resident Evil has nothing but bad history. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I mean, it's a very specific situation, though, with but, like, a with a director know. and an actress. With a history of shit, so yeah. <laughs> you know, I think. Fuck, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. the The curse has been passed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like someone now, else touched the curse. Another, another franchise near and dear to my heart is getting the right. treatment. Hunter's name oh, Monster is Hunter? the title. Yeah. Every um, time one of those pictures pops up, I'm like, I can just hear Hunter's heart breaking. It, it's, <laughs> every time I see anything, I'm just like, oh. This looks like that <laughs> fucking asshole took Alice from Resident Evil and stuck her in a Monster Hunter screenshot. That's all it fucking looks I'm, like. One day, I'm going to go to Hollywood and find Paul Anderson or whatever the fuck his name is. Like, I, I don't know. And I'm going to fight him. In the middle of the street. Kill him with a xenomorph tail. Yeah. Um, me, and Elijah Wood, me and Elijah Wood are going to go find him. <laughs> You're going to jump out of the roof of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was one sentence in this little announcement that had me worried. And I think it, it tends to worry people in certain situations. It was, we're going to expand on the rich universe of Resident Evil. I'm like, okay, stop. Well, that? You, you know, oh. I wouldn't call Resident Evil a rich universe. I'd it's call not. it a fun <laughs> universe. Or like a one that I enjoy. Like rich? The, I mean, it, mm. the of Resident it depends Evil on what they mean from. by that, I yeah. guess. And that's like, the thing. It's, you can, be, you can it, take that two ways. You can take it as like, we're going to do a show about Rebecca Chambers from Resident Evil 1. And like, what yeah. they should do is an umbrella office comedy. <laughs> That's actually uh, not that's, a terrible idea. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I do think that <laughs> a, a show a show from multiple perspectives, a show that is not just, like, two or three main characters, a show from Umbrella's point of view, a show from the street cop, from a nor more normal person on the street, you know, so on and so forth, uh, you know, characters who are in the hospital when things go to shit. Well, like, they could um, be like an Ada yeah. Wong show, and that would probably be pretty cool. They should do like half a season just on the architect of some of these buildings that that Umbrella wants. Like, we need you to build this police station this way. Like, why? Mansion, <laughs> but in the mansion, have several doors only be opened with certain keys that have stone etchings in them and behind those doors will be puzzles involving shields you have to remove from statues but don't remove it too fast or the spinning sword blade thingamajig behind me will come hurtling at you hmm, is this the fireplace and then when you take the shotgun off the ceiling will collapse on you why a shotgun i don't know is this library graded for giant snakes yet Still, I also love the uh, the Resident Evil 2 explanation for the police station is the way it is. They go, why does your police station have secret passageways and elevators? Oh, it was an art museum. 
Why does your art museum have secret passageways and elevators? There's a there's also a great a great note you can find where they're like, yeah, the chief's really fucking paranoid. <laughs> well, I thought I had read that uh, the idea was the architect of that place was murdered because he was the only one who knew all the secrets of the place. Uh, it has remember. a weird kind of history. And the thing with that is that you can you can stand behind the whole like art thing until you get to the elevator in the main hall that directly leads to uh, uh, like a fucking series of umbrella laboratories. And then you're yeah, like well, that... uh, mm. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's what I thought I had read that like the whole idea was that they had an architect who built these places to be covers for umbrella labs and then they killed them after they finished building right. in, that, in that case like whatever happened to like key card readers like that's still a thing you can just hide a, a, a door behind a bookcase with a, my favorite, with a scan. My favorite version of that is uh in the umbrella chronicles like you can find like files but they're like in bases in like light fixtures and just the what? image of um, um, umbrella employees just like hurriedly shoving like files into like the ceiling <laughs> Bob, well, that's not a shredder. Bob. <laughs> exactly. It should be the foibles be of the guy who... Someone's like, we yeah. have files here. Delete them. I can't. They're physical. Yeah. I put them in a potted plant over there. I do think the architect they, idea is interesting, because he cut to him and he's like looking at H.H. Holmes' blueprints. He's like, hmm, there's something hmm. in here. Something These like seem that. primitive. Um, but, it, but, I mean, back to the idea of this, like, they didn't really, they didn't really announce, like, this is no. um it could be uh, it could be one of those anime shows like Adi Shankar is doing but i don't think i it don't be. want that <laughs> i don't think it the problem. Re- resident evil has a history and it's not anime it's those like digital movies the that they CG did movies. Oh, that were man. really really bad yeah the the last one they did was okay but like it wasn't like degenerate not degeneration um well, the last one was that had like takes place Beyond... in an airport. Yeah. yeah, there was one that had like Beyond Chris and Rebecca, and like someone showed up, and everyone was like, "It's so cool! It has like John Wick esque gun fu." I'm like, "That's not what Resident Evil is." Though. And then I watched yeah. that movie, and it has two of the funniest things I have ever seen. One it's... is when it just cuts the villain, and it's his origin story. He's at his wedding, and it's just yeah. two seconds of footage where he looks up, and a bomb falls in the wedding. Yeah. That's Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Everyone dies except him. Um, second part of it was like there's this whole sequence in a hallway. Leon and Chris are like shooting zombies in the head and like house kicking their heads off and blah blah blah. And there's a scene earlier where Leon like shoots a car that's in traffic being controlled by a human so that it like flies in the air and crashes into a bunch of zombies. I'm like Leon just killed some. The end of the movie, after they have massacred all these zombies, someone drops an airborne cure in the city and everyone turns back to human. I'm like, okay, are we going to address the 200 people that Leon killed in that corridor or what? At what point do they take each other's shirts off and start kissing? Uh, That's that's a really good scene. (laughs) Um, But those movies are only half good. And, um, but, uh, you know, Resident Evil should be told or at least, you know, spread out um uh, i think there's a bit too much going on so a tv show is kind of ideal for me i just don't know what this actually will be yeah. and uh, the adaptations of resident evil 
because we have seven movies that are all just varying levels of garbage. Yeah. Like that, none and I'm just afraid none that of them capture the tone of the games either. That's, no, oh, that's the biggest yeah, problem. Is that with them. And go, oh, that's what that is. Then we need to do more of that. Well, yeah. the, the one movie that tried to capture the tone of the game completely missed it, and that was part two because that was the only one that I felt like was really trying to be like the game. Well, They're like, see, it's it's just like the game, and they didn't understand that that didn't work. What didn't the, video the, first, the first one tries to capture the mystery aspect, uh, I would say, it, but yeah, yeah, and the first one isn't, is... isn't half bad. The problem is, is the mystery's been busted open so far beyond this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, um, like, I really started to sour on these movies more than I did before, which I didn't think I could do, when I found out that Paul Anderson was just, was robbing wholesale from the games in the cheap way. Like, I didn't realize that he had lifted the entire scene from Resident Evil 5 from choreography, lines of dialogue, and just pasted it into one of his fucking movies. Well, like, oh, that yeah. would be... I wouldn't have a well, problem with that. Yeah. He, he takes Jason Sheva confronting Wesker and takes almost every bit of dialogue and every move in this fight and just sticks it on screen and call and like it's an homage. I'm like, that's not an homage. You just you just did what they did. I I, I generally think like I don't have a like I wouldn't have a problem with that, but it's so done kind of stupidly. Yeah. Like, and it's done by the time like those movies got to Wesker, the games were fucking done with them. And I think by and large, the fan base was done with them because I'm tired of seeing Wesker just like spring up from what's supposed to be a, a sure death. And he's just like, ah, like, I, you up? I got better. Whatever, man. He's a gun now. Or if it turned into a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, Resident um, Evil Two. There's, there's one detail. So what? What's that, Arlen? What is the detail? Uh, so they did say that there's a writer, uh, for mm -hmm. this Resident Evil, and his resume is not great. <laughs> he did Down. Um, he did Strangers Pray at Night, which I've actually heard good things about those two, but they just did not look good to me. Is you know, is Prey spelled P R E Y or P R A Y? Because that could be two very different. Movies. P R E Y. I, I heard okay. that Forty Seven Meters Down has a, like a drop kick to your guts ending that I actually kind of respect. Um. Mm. But, um Repo Man is uh, it just it's just it just flies back to Jude Law, uh, just brain dead, and they're like, oh yeah, he's fucking vegetable, and like basically the last two thirds of the movie are all dead. Interesting. Along those lines. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he has anyway. other movies on here. Storage Twenty Four, The Other Side of the Door, movies that do not look good. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How to feel about this now that I've uh, seen God, it. The writers I like. Oh, that was my uh, transition to Gwinnell doing some What was that? I'm anybody, sorry. Yeah, I, I think we all... <laughs> did anybody else lose Connor there for a second? Yeah, yeah I totally I, did. I, thought, I was like, Lee Winnell, and no one reacted. I'm like, the writer of Saw? <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, I, I, my audio cut out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah we just didn't, uh, didn't hear it. Uh, Lee Winnell is writing <clears throat> an escape from the remake, and uh, yes, please. Uh, okay. Like, like yeah. I, I like Lee Winnell. Um, I, I know we've been trying. The universe has been trying to get an escape from New York remake made for God knows how long. Mm. Well, like, I, I, I don't. I like. I have no like personal attachment to those movies, so. I don't either, but I know the people who are like older than me that do. Um, so Metal Gear Solid fans have like an, an obligatory love for the series because of how much of it Kojima just shamelessly borrows. Yeah, I like Escape from New York is okay and all, but I I don't know. It's not my favorite Carpenter. Like I'd. Eh. Yeah, I, I just don't have like I've seen it, and I just don't have the reverence that other people do. Yeah, like, I don't have visual... reverence for it, but I, I I watch it a lot, and usually I end up drinking. So like, for me, <laughs> it's a like it's a good mus- it's a good memory uh, there for me. So music wise, I like it, and visually it's cool. But just the movie itself just doesn't stick with me like other Carpenter films do. I don't know why. I just there's Thoughts on Precinct some... Thirteen sticks with me more. Like yeah, God, I haven't, I haven't seen that in forever. But yeah, I just I don't know. There's something about Escape from New York that just never quite hit that sweet spot for me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, monkey so. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not even. That's probably not even a John Carpenter movie. Oh, that's <laughs> right. a, that's Wes a, Yeah, Wes Craven. Uh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That was it, a lucky guess. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Uh, because mostly because it is Lee Winnell, and um, I don't know if if there's any movie that that shows that he can match sort of that tone for me more than Upgrade. Then I haven't seen it. Like. It was upgrade written by Lee Winnell? Yeah, it's written and directed by Lee Winnell. I Um, did not know that. Um, That's awesome because I... It's just one more thing for me to like about his career so far because I've kind of been a fan of everything he's been attached to. Did Lee Winnell do Escape Room? No, he's a producer Uh, on Escape Room. Yeah. Okay. Because I heard heard his name in relation to that movie, I thought. I might be crazy. His hands are over all over a lot of stuff because he's he's a James Wan's producing partner. Yeah, and they okay. came up together. So oh, like, okay, that makes sense. Where Wan is, his name will also usually be there. Yeah. And I, um, I hope that never changes. Um, uh, but Lee Winnell is some reason that guy has turned Insidious into a series that I kind of have to see every time one comes out because I think his concept of the afterlife and ghosts is really fascinating in those movies. Insidious um, has to be like the most like visually interesting horror movie in a while. Movies also because like it, in every one of them, at some point, an old woman is going to take a mundane object like a lantern or something and fucking Hulk smash a ghost in the face with it and send them flying into another dimension. It's fucking it's awesome. So every oh, I thought so I thought you were going a very different direction with that because I've seen some movies where an old woman takes a mundane object and does something. No, <laughs> I'm sure you have, Eric. <laughs> now it's not the time to air your internet laundry list. Okay? Yeah, maybe you should clear your history, buddy. I, nah, you don't. Yeah. I don't work with that. I do that every day. Um, also, <laughs> it's the reason to put Lin Shay in a, in a lead role, and I love that. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, yeah that was know. the most recent story about him. Uh, the other thing is kind of bigger, I guess. 
um, depending on mm. what lens you look at it through. Uh, <laughs> House is taking over the Dark Universe. That's kind of yeah, a big deal. That's, that's okay, how, how, did this, um, how did this work? How did this come to be? Like, what did fucking universe, universe just go like, right, fine, take it. Like, you know, I yes. think... I mean, like, if you look at it, if you just look at it objectively, Universal... When they try to do horror without Blumhouse, it hasn't done as well. No. It <laughs> when also... they do it with Blumhouse, they get Oscar nominations and make some very successful movies. So, hey, guess yeah. what? This makes them smarter than Sony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, one hundred percent true. Well, so it, it they have that going for them. It Lumel also is seems... writing this Invisible Man movie. That's the other part of this. Oh, cool! I'm into that. Yeah. And the other thing is, like the original Inception of the Dark Universe, just I, it didn't <laughs> seem to actually be held together by anything no. other than spit and prayer. <laughs> I think, and it, yeah, I think what happened is they they rushed into it and like it very mm-hmm. crudely their movies. Yeah, and then they they and saw it and they the... were like. They yeah. did the opposite of a WB, and they were like, no, no. Right. Well, then the opposite and now Scorsman ever- has come out against it, kind of, like, saying that he had a bad time working on it and all that, which is interesting. Um, yeah. Alex Kurtzman, who, I don't like him as a okay. person, but, like, hearing him talk about how it was a shitty experience, I'm like, I kind of feel for you, even though I do not like you as an individual. Um, you suck, <laughs> but I understand your plight. It's yeah. like start with the Wolfman, and then like they had, they're like, okay, Mulligan, and then Dracula Untold, and they were like, okay, no, one more Mulligan, um, and then Mummy, and they were like, all right, we suck at this. Like, Which, how did the Mummy fail? Like it's a Tom Cruise movie, and generally those at least bad. Okay, it's, it's real. Oh, oh bad. I know, I know. I watched it. It's it's not great, but like still, like even most of the time, Tom Cruise movies can do at least an okay turnaround that they could justify continuing well, it. I think like the bad like word of mouth about it did not help. Right. Like yeah. also they should have sold it on Tom Cruise is the mummy. That's that's yeah. they should have done that. Yeah. They shouldn't have made that a reveal at the end of the yeah. movie. <laughs> it yeah. should have been from the very yeah. beginning. Tom Cruise is the mummy. This yes. is his origin story as to how or he becomes even... the mummy. Even just play with the fact that, like, he can't really be killed in the movie, per se. Like, right. do it kind of like what they did with, uh, with oh, God, whatever. What was the rename of uh, All You Need Is Kill? Um, uh, Edge, of, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Right. Yeah, Live, yeah. Repeat. Yeah, well, that's the, that was the tagline for it. But, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, like, the title, was, yeah. yeah. Tagline again. <sighs> right. Uh, yeah, um, it's just, I don't know uh, what kind of universe they were setting up because, like, at the end of that movie, he brings Jake Johnston back from the dead. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. he's already OP, oh, you mean Oscar? Like, you mean yeah. Bizarro Oscar eyes? Well, like, it, the movie should like, like, you're right. He should have been the mummy the whole time. But like, you should have, or it should have been like a, or it should have been a reveal, but he was always the mummy. Like yeah, he was, mm-hmm. he, he was like Kaiser it, Soze it, at the end. It's, it's just to um, me, like I feel like that one part of it's kind of cool, but like the rest, it's just. Like, also, seems yeah. like they just didn't know what these they wanted these to be because yeah, when, oh the Universal monster movies, like everyone's like, oh you mean those horror classics? 
And Universal was yeah. like, no, those adventure movies. What are you talking about? No, Okay. Yeah. They should have one adventure movie where all the monsters in it. And then the rest are just horror. Exactly. Well, even – okay, here, here's the thing. I Action horror is a thing that exists. It's yeah, Resident Evil 4. Aliens. <laughs> God damn you. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Aliens um, is an action horror movie. That Underworld's movie scared more me as a child. Playing on horror yeah, tropes. Yeah, Underworld um, counts, yeah. Yeah, it uh, plays and, with I mean, horror tropes and it plays with that sense of like fear and terror. But there are these insane action sequences full of gun foo and fucking people yeah. punching werewolves in the fucking okay. dick or whatever. I feel like <laughs> I feel like people are like I, I know exactly what I want for this movie. I want to see a Frankenstein fight a wolf man. That's all I want yes. that. Like show me that. Yes. That's all I want. Well, the closest thing we got to this is Van Helsing, and Van Helsing's dumb but kind of I thing. love Van Helsing. Van Helsing it's is stupid. fine. It's, it's aggressively fine stupid. with some very good moments. Um yeah. You're forgetting Monster Squad. That too. That's the thing that doesn't count. Like he's not Emotep in that movie, which <laughs> was something that mummy. really bothered me. He's not Emotep. He's, he's just a mummy. A mummy. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. isn't that all like a zombie? It's not, it's not the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's the Gill Man. Like yeah. Well, like, nice. the the creature is the Gill Man, but like it's just like yeah. the Gill Man, yeah. not the yeah, Gill Man. Right. It's, yeah. it's the creature who is legally distinct from the creature from the Black yeah. Lagoon. <laughs> he looks he looks fucking cool in that movie. Though. Yeah, it's like that episode of Rick and Morty where what is what's his nuts has fucking uh uh I, I, not, what scissors for hands not scissors butter knives. There we go. I got scissors for hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't pet my yeah. cat. Represent butter legally distinct from the Lollipop Guild. Uh, something Ugh. like that. Um, but uh, I mean, I'd, I'd like a cinematic universe that isn't Marvel to get the yeah around. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah like Godzilla. That also isn't Star Wars. That's yes. been around for God knows how long. And also, I don't really consider that to be like cinematic universe because it's encompassing. So you say burned. I was all on board for the Ghostbusters universe, even though that was a bad idea. Okay, I've come the to only... realize. Okay, I watched. Okay, I watched the reboot recently, uh, for oh. the first time. I actually like the gadgets that are in that movie. <laughs> gadgets are cool. The tech is cool. She punches a ghost. It's fucking cool. There's problems with that movie. Like, the the tech is also like <laughs> magic. Like, <laughs> it's like it doesn't follow any rules. Like, there's not a consistent uh, sense of what things do in this universe and how powerful yeah. things are yeah. um yeah for the remake where's the yeah whereas the original movie like there's a very clear sense of like this is what this does and this is what this does and you should and not that, mix these it, two things also looks like they only had enough money to build four of those fucking things and whereas the remake it's mm-hmm. like we made this and we made this and we made this and we made it's, where are you getting the funding for all this one thing one thing i really like about the originals like not to harp on this like Ghostbusters train too real quick is like they're like it, they're constantly fucking up like the how like the places they go into are all, always getting destroyed. That's because the weapons they made are crude and destructive. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. nuclear reactors. <laughs> That's why I love them. And they exit that ballroom and it's destroyed. It's just yeah. like, the most raw kind of like it's like it's like going to a, a cockroach cleanup and just a flamethrower. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm here to kill some cockroaches. What's that look I'm fucking doing? I'm doing my job. Job. 
Here's a bill he for the wins. damages. Goodbye. Um, yeah, Dark Universe coming back. Uh, hopefully, uh, it, hopefully. Uh, more horror stuff. Uh, Twilight Zone premiere date and casting. Um, who I don't I didn't I, don't, I didn't follow the details in this. Yeah, uh, they yeah, announced yeah. that it was coming back in April, which is really close to now. Uh, oh, shit, that's soon. Yeah, because I was I was actually kind of confused because it just said April. It didn't specify. I was like, April 2020, because that's kind of what I would have expected. But Rock just yeah. comes through window now. Yeah. Uh, it's a surprise release. <laughs> the real exciting thing is like the cast that they announced, like uh, Tia, Tiesa Formiga, uh, fucking Ike, uh, uh, what's his face uh, from Ike Perlmutter. <laughs> <laughs> Ike Perlmutter. <laughs> the infamously infamous hater of cameras and being in front of them, Ike Perlmutter is joining the Twilight Zone. <laughs> you can only have one though. Isn't, um, isn't it ironic? that I hate being on camera, but I'm on the Twilight Zone. I grab but they, they... Yeah. Just Google Ike Perlmutter, and the picture they have looks like it was created from other stock photos. Yes. <laughs> kinda, he yes, kind of reminds me of, like, alternate, like, evil universe, uh, Lorne Michaels. A little uh, bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, wow, I'm... I'm sorry to derail it a little bit. I know we're on Twilight Zone, but I'm amazed when I Google like Perlmutter, there's actually pictures of what he looks like now, yeah, or at least one, relatively now. There's one photo in my search results I'm, I have on Bing, and like it's just it looks like a profile photo. It looks like they just it looks like someone photoshopped someone else's head onto someone else's body. Oh, you're talking about that super young picture of him. Uh, is that young? I I'm the one where he actually has dark hair and. He's wearing a gray oh, no, suit. No, no, no. Hang on. Let me grab this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I got the cast up in front of me. So now Sorry. I can yeah, go ahead. Other yeah. names off. Uh, John Cho, Greg Kinnear, Kumail Nanjani, Adam Scott, uh, Rhea Seahorn, which I recognize, Allison Tolman from the first and for a little bit of the second season of Fargo. Um, yeah. Just all those names on their own. And then Jacob Tremblay, who's a kid who's been in a bunch of stuff recently, and Steven Yen. Um, that is yeah. a hell of a cat. Yeah, and there's other people on here that I just didn't recognize. Oh, Sanaa Lathan. I didn't realize, I didn't connect the name to the face, but yeah, Sanaa Lathan, Blade's mom. Oh, for my... I, I, I know that name. Yeah, Blade's mom. Oh, shit, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> Um, and uh, the star uh, of ADP. Yeah. Oh boy! Um, I said the other day that I'm the consistently, surprised, <laughs> consistently surprised that Ike Barinholtz keeps getting roles that uh, are not comedy, seeing as how he's uh, of the many Mad TV alums who just probably should have disappeared, but he just refuses to. He's not bad. I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, think he's I, bad. I mean... There are very few people who escape that show unscathed. Oh, yeah, he was, like, the only one, kind of. Everybody else, uh, like, they show up occasionally on a like, comedy thing. Well, Bobby Lee... Here, to, here and there. Bobby Lee's yeah. mostly stand-up now. And Key yeah. and Peele are yeah. the only two people who show you that they are runaway successes. Yep. Like, Sasso, like Michael uh, McDonald shows like, up occasionally. Yeah, he shows um, up to get squished by Steve Roller in Austin Powers. 
Right. Well, he's he's shown it more recently, but he's always playing like a, a very intensive character with like a facial deformity um, or something like that. I think he I think he's in Ghostbusters, and he like he, he dies very gruesomely. Hunter, you watched it last night, so maybe you know what I'm I, talking about. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Hotel owner is. Is he? Oh, oh, you're right. He's, he's the one who's like, yeah, he's the one who's like making fun of Melissa McCarthy for being fat or whatever. Um, yeah, I think so. Honestly, I don't remember most of that movie. He's on Spy, and he's <laughs> the Q, and he's and he he picks these gadgets that are like so so mean to Melissa McCarthy. Like he gives her uh, uh, lotion that explodes. Um, but it's like in bold letters, like <laughs> preparation H. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! It's like hemorrhoidal, That's hemorrhoidal ointment. Um, yes, uh, it's it's pretty great. Anyways, uh, this is a long, this is a tangent about Mad TV that we're on right now. Um, but yeah, I don't well, know. I, but on the show ended. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm um, excited about Twilight Zone. I guess. Yeah, it's I all will good be... information. Will be once like my eyes are on it, and I'll go like, "Holy shit, Twilight Zone's back!" I yeah. I I really like Twilight Zone, so I'm glad it's coming back, especially with Jordan I, Peele. Like I like uh, I like TV uh, horror and series format like this, where it's based, um, where it's, it usually teaches the main character some horrific lesson that they'll never, they won't live long enough to profit from. I'm I'm excited for an anthology show that is available that is not horribly depressing, like Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think Black Mirror—they kind of need to step their game up. I think they're—they uh, need to they're double kinda, down on impressiveness. Yeah, they're, they're kind of falling behind. They're falling behind the times because every time a Black Mirror episode comes out, and so like, they're like, "Huh, that's happening uh, right now." <laughs> yeah, so that's that's also a thing of like, watch the Waldo moment and uh, just uh, be sad, just uh, just cry into into, into your popcorn. <laughs> Uh, because it uh, predicts Donald Trump. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll yeah. be curious uh, to see if the if the Twilight Zone, the Twilight Zone, the Twilight Zone takes any uh, cues from what Black Mirror has been doing. I mean, I know it's probably going to have to inevitably just because of the idea of what Black Mirror is, the the kind of horror sci-fi esque anthology series. But I just I'm wondering if there's going to be a real feeling of like, oh, this feels like a Black Mirror cast off for the first like couple episodes. Oh oh you mean that uh you mean the the thought process behind um it is a uh, derivative of it? Thanks, Chris. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Chris uh yeah, Chris posted arguably Arguably the worst yeah. opinion he's ever had. Arguably one of the worst opinions I've ever seen anyone have. He's like, he saw it and he said, it "Was derivative trash." I'm like, "Are you fucking?" Yeah, derivative of Stranger Things is what he it said. Was derivative of Stranger um, Things. I'm like, "Do you know the words that just came out of your mouth?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode that breaks Eric, Eric. you're. <sighs> I. <sighs> And when we, when we explained to him that Stranger Things was derivative of it, he just like he just he just short circuited and started kind of spewing nonsense. Like the the creators of Stranger Things have even said, "Oh yeah, it was a big influence on us." Like the right. book, it that the movie, <laughs> it was based on. Like, <sighs> there's a book. Uh, fuck's sake. <laughs> 
And I think <laughs> at one point he was like, but Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard was cast because he's perfect for that role in both films. Yeah, he, That's why. Yeah, well... <sighs> in both things, he's perfect in those roles. But <laughs> he, just, he just lost the idea of understanding why that, that thought was just asinine. <laughs> <laughs> grab it throw it into a bazooka shoot it into the sun the um but anyway <sighs> uh, but yeah no i um, think they're gonna they're gonna have to take some some influence from i think and yeah, it's, I mean, it's it, yeah like going on what connor's yeah, yeah. Uh, like and like connor said you know black mirror is derivative of, of twilight zone so you know is it 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 just it's it's a tricky wicket i guess for lack of a better term to really deal with because it's you can't you can't really take from one or do the same ideas one without it showing up again somewhere later because i mean there's only so much that this particular type of idea works well for and they they're both walking in kind of the same field so they can't really help but walk over each other's footsteps sometimes I mean, just basically coming from across the a field and go, I'll give you a wide enough gun. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But uh, uh, also, uh, to pivot to the next thing, this end was greenlit. Um, or Stephen King thing. I don't have an interview. Uh, I just know it was yeah, a TV. I just put that. Yeah. It's, a, it's all access, though. So that's, I don't know. That just tells me that they're gonna put some time and money into it because Hopefully. all access likes to spend the money on things a lot. I hope so. Um, I would. Yeah. I would like something better than that TV movie to show up as an adaptation of the stand. As long as it's better, not that I've seen it, but as long as it's better from what I know of the uh, the Gunslinger adaptation. Uh, I, I thought about that the other day, and then I almost cried. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything will be better than that, I would assume. I, I don't know, I'm, like, everything All Access does, I'm judging it from the lens of, I really enjoyed Star Trek Discovery, so that means that they'll put a lot of money into it. Because if you haven't seen even, like, the pilot of Discovery, they just, like, spent movie-level um, amounts of money on this yet, shit. You know, mostly um, because of the whole idea of, like, sign up for this other service to watch Star Trek. I'm like, I... Oh. <clears throat> watch the pilot on YouTube, I think. Okay. I also heard that I, I hear that it might... I hear it might go to uh, other platforms as well. I think it will. Um, I think it'll go to Showtime at some point. Um, maybe. I don't know. They also go to Netflix because they already have an international deal. So, yeah, uh, that's it really depends on um, if all it, access dies. Um, and the other story, which has uh, something more visual to it, is a trailer for a movie called The Ground, which is a silly title. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm all about." It. Yeah, I watched it at work the other day. It, I, uh, I, hmm. I didn't get to watch it. What is this? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's an A24 yeah. thing, so... Also, yeah. you know the story yeah. of Changeling? Yes. Yeah, it looks like another one of those, but fucking crazy premise, like, fucking crater forms um, in the woods nearby in Ireland, I think, and um, 
this woman's son goes into it, but then she brings him out. She's like, "That's my kid." Like it, yeah. Oh, yeah. that it sounds just starts going horrible. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, uh, there's a piece of trailer where this old, like, creepy woman sees him. And she says, "That's not a child." Uh, what? Yeah, it looks, like... it looks, yeah, giving me changeling vibes. And like after, um, after shit, what is it? I keep about this movie the other day, and I can't remember the fucking name of it, even though I loved it. Um, damn, but the other movie that came out a few years ago, where it's a family moves this like this very woody area, and um, the hello. Hallows, yes, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, fucking rules. Uh, that's Wasn't that one also in Ireland? Yeah, that, yeah that that's one. why I was like, this is probably a changeling. But oh God, it could also be that the whole is just making them go insane. Creepy. Which yeah. is also cool. Um, yeah, it could be know. releasing some sort of deep earth gas. To be sold in the Hallows, um, its climax features a man who takes a, a wood, like a scythe, and lights it on fire. And is like, Hell I'm yeah. going to get my son. Like, <laughs> yes. 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 If, if you like yes. uh, 30 Days of Night or 30 Days of Night <laughs> or 30 yes. Days of Night, uh, <laughs> uh, you will like the Hallows. Um, <laughs> well, on, uh, on the say. note on the note of uh, fuck, it's called again. Um, I'd seen a, an article talking about when it was playing at Sundance and people were comparing it to uh, at least on the quality of horror that it's at to hereditary oh. saying like, this is going to be like 2019's hereditary. Okay. People are going to hate it. it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. We fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, going to be unable to agree on whether it's good or not, which I'm, so I'm okay with this. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the cast and there's like, there's someone who's just cast as it just says it. I'm like, Oh, that's oh. great. That's Interesting. great. So there is a okay. creature then. That's the, yeah. that's okay. what that tells us. There's some okay. there's some things going on. Um, yeah, could be interesting. Yeah. So more of the story: don't let your children into strange holes. Don't I mean, let your children outside. <laughs> Lock them the in a hyperbaric time chamber. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not correcting myself on that. I'm gonna let it linger. <laughs> that's, it's god damn it. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> like bait for the largest fish, yeah, and it's right. not gonna bite. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, I'm looking at that. I'm seeing a whole lot of Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely very Irish. Um, but I'm excited for it. Uh, it's there's there's a string of horror movies that have come out and are coming out that I. Uh, I haven't seen and I'm excited for uh, what was the last two you guys saw? Spring and um, uh, shit. Oh, The Endless? Yes, Did I haven't you seen Yeah, You need to watch uh, Spring. Um, damn it, Arlen. What's the other one that's kind oh, of uh, a pre... Uh, the, uh, one the one with that... the guys? Yeah. yeah. Um, fucking... Uh, I was just talking about this with the other Eric the other day. Uh, fuck. Why can't I remember uh, what the fuck it is called? Yeah. Resolution. Um, Resolution. Resolution. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That movie's pretty good. I like that movie. Yeah. Well, and you need yeah. to watch the end. Like, watch Resolution. I, I I have that sitting on my uh, Amazon key right now. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I I tend to wait until there's like a a group of horror films that I can sit and blast the room because every time I watch one that's really good, I'm like, yeah, I want more. And then I go looking for one, and the next thing I watch is infinitely disappointing, and I get really upset. 
Oh, see, I I think I bought Resolution for like super cheap digitally, and then the next day I'm like, well, guess I need to buy the Endless, and my wife and I watch it like a day after that. So, like, yeah. I saw I saw Insidious three and The Boy on the same day, and that was a night and day reaction. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, like I said, I love the Insidious movies and I had a good time with it, and then I watched The Boy, and I was like, this is aggressively dumb. And then that big idiot stepped out from behind the wall, and oh I was like, God. I've, never, <laughs> I've never laughed so hard at anything in my life. It's so I was like, dumb. I was like, oh, this is a slasher movie now. This is not what you sold me at all. I don't oh, know if speak- I told this story on the air. If you, go, you go ahead. But I have a, oh, no, I was just going to say, I don't want to, well, I don't want to derail too much. You go ahead, Arlen, then, because mine is... Our last story, so I think we can trail for a little bit. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead, Arlen. Uh, yeah, uh, so I, I told you guys this. I don't know if I ever told the, like, details, but, like, so I did a presentation in a class about recent horror movies and about indie horror movies, um, and then, like, a day like a day later, after, like, showing the trailer for the boy in that class and explaining that, like, this is a bad movie... <laughs> This is the kind of movie, though, that, like, super horror fanatics will go see regardless, because that's true. There are people who just see that movie even if it's super bad. Um, Horror just makes money, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, there are people who will see the lowest trash, trash cam horror movies. So I was using that as, like, my example of, like, the classier of those movies. And then somebody comes up to me the day after, and they're like, yeah, we rented that movie. It was great. I loved it. Me, <laughs> me um, and my girlfriend thought that was the best movie ever. Oh. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, did you did a, you sterilize them right there? Like, did you did you give sterilize him a... her or <laughs> her Oh, no. Um, uh, it's okay. Yeah. The little yours. It's fine. Like, no. No, neither of them should ever be able to produce children, ever. Both of them uh, getting their master's degrees. One of them in biology, the <sighs> other in anthropology. So, no. yeah. I do yeah. have a story uh, told me about his experience in film school. Um, uh, he, like, it's like day one of class, and they're going around like, all right, what's your favorite movie of all time? You know, of every movie that's ever made, what's your favorite? And they go in there halfway, some kid stands up and goes, Iron Man 2. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I, like I love that kid though. Just imagining like a room full of like, film students going, "The fuck did he just say?" That is the, the confidence it must have took took for him to stand up. Like, yeah, Iron Man two, what of it? Fuck off. <laughs> if, I was, if I was trying to troll somebody, like especially somebody who's really up their own ass, I would say Iron Man two. I would so, go for something like George of the Jungle or something stupid like yes. that. I would I would love if that brave brave soul who said Iron Man two is the favorite movie ever was then able to eviscerate everyone else's choice like with with, <laughs> with things that actually can be backed up and like make sense just like oh you know I like the I like I don't know the the color trilogy or whatever the fuck and just be like well actually those are very pedantic for because of this 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 and just like uh that man uh, like, that man was, but the is really weird. pretentious. Um, <laughs> but Iron Man Two is boring. It's got Mickey Rourke, or not Mickey Rourke. It's got, it's got... That man is the next George Miller. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> uh, the thing, oh, go ahead. their least favorite movie of like of all time is something like like I saw someone say that their least favorite movie of all time was Up. I was like, A, how uh, inside, and B, like that is you're telling me that's the worst film. The worst. 
first movie ever seen in okay. entire existence. I'm not, I'm not going to agree with this person. I will say this. There is a substantial jump down in quality after the first 10 minutes. But it's not the worst movie ever. No, it's not. It's not a bad movie. It's like, that first it's 10 minutes like, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the rest of yeah, it's, it's like, hard to it's, beat. it's a fun kids movie. It's like, yeah. Um, but to circle back to uh, talking about interesting horror, I just picked up Suspiria on Tuesday, and that movie is definitely worth watching. Like I've I've had a few days. God, I rented that. <laughs> I've had a few days to mull over it, and it's it's yeah, it's a uh, it's very ambitious, and I think nine times out of ten, it hits what it's going for. Like I've seen the original so long that I barely have like a memory of it. I don't think you really need to. I mean, because I went I went to trusty old Wikipedia to read the uh, description of or the plot synopsis of the original Suspiria, and what they're doing with this one is very different like it's got some of the similar settings and that's about it like um, so and if it's uh, an evil mm-hmm. dead versus the evil dead it, it kind of like it's got similar settings and it's got some thematic elements that are that are similar but outside of that like it it's doing a lot of different things like it's also dealing with like grief and survivor guilt and things like that under the guise of a dance school that's run by a coven of witches okay it's been on my it's it's been on my radar i have to get around to that i i do want to watch the original just so i can that context too because i've been seeing it a long time yeah yeah and then you can see if the director of the original is uh correct or incorrect yeah oh, I mean, like, also like i also look at that and go okay well that's coming from like an italian horror master and those movies are just on a different dimension in terms of how you yeah and a very different time period because I mean the movies that he was the movies he was making back then I don't think would fly nearly as well today. If I showed someone a Mario Bava slasher film, oh god, yeah, and and, and like put it next to Scream, yeah. think they were completely different genres. First of all, mm-hmm. like I like Blood and Black Lace is such a your face uh, movie. Like, don't torture a duckling. Like, things like yeah, that. The New York Ripper, where this the, the oh. villain of the movie actually has, like, a kazoo voice. Like, Yeah. Every time he goes, There's one where, uh, shit, the, the medium from uh, Poltergeist. She's a guy's mother, and she hypnotizes him to murder, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. And it's from one of, like, it might not be one of the Italian masters, but it was one of their, like, contemporaries at the time. Shit, I can't remember yeah. what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it very different time period and very different interpretation of yeah. the horror genre back then. For for those curious um, and you want to go, like, just check out, like, a slice of horror, like, just look at anything from, like, Argento or Bob or anybody who falls in those categories. And sit and behold uh, the level of violence they can throw at you, whilst backed up by the most aggressive synthesizers you'll ever hear. Yes, yes. Very Everything so. is wah, 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 wah. but it's great. I love hey, there was a period of time where horror themes all could be played into disco. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Day of the Dead theme sounds kind of <sighs> disco. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. <laughs> Well, that and everybody's acting like they're on really bad coke during that movie. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah.
Everyone's they're, fucking agitated as hell in that movie. They're agitated, sweating, and yelling. So yeah, they're they're acting like they're in cocaine. I wrote a single scene in that movie where his eyebrows aren't like touching his line, and he's just like yelling at somebody. Yep, that's that movie is basically the crazies. And he gets ripped apart and screams choke on him. It's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> um, I didn't rap. Yeah, I think it's a good time to rap. It's time to rap. Um. Well, I'm Connor McGraw, and I'm here to say... Oh, no. Not that kind of rap. I'm sorry. I was God just going the same fucking <laughs> I love Fruity uh, Pebbles in a major. Um, that's like the go-to uh, square white guy rap verse. Um, yep. I have uh, nothing to do to plug right now, because we got... Our, our schedules are just not lining up for Movie Dumpster right now, but next week, totally, 100%, we're going to sit down and record more, man. Um, and we're starting to put together a list of other stuff for the next season. Um, I think I'm tripling down on the Frankenstein stuff, and we might do Gothic. Which, hey, if 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 you thought that uh the uh, that the origin of Frankenstein was only Mary Shelley came up with it, well then that story now has an origin story, and it's got Gabriel Byrne, and everybody's on morphine. Uh, that's Gothic. <laughs> that's probably not that far off from what actually was going on. <laughs> right. Aaron, where are you going? I'm going to do London with Shelley and Shelley, and we're going to have lots of orgies in a big old house. Right. I'm going to go do that's, cocaine about it. Yeah, that's actually pretty close to <laughs> apparently what might have gone on. Like, yeah, uh, there was there was a whole group of writers that would get together at a mansion and do debaucherous things and workshop ideas. So chemicals and fuck. Where the fuck is that movie? Well, <laughs> That's Connor's talking about it. Old Gothic, and from 1986. Hell yeah! It's not. It's it's fine. It's and weird. And there's no. I don't like the idea take of something like your thirty. Take off all of your layers of clothing. I was going to say, take off your thirty petticoats. I'm feeling quite red. Uh, the, the music video, uh, not the music video, where it looks like a music video for like an 80s uh, power ballad of someone singing in an abandoned house, lots of dust and flowing curtains. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, keep an eye for that. Uh, and that's all I have to plug for right now. I, I keep hopping up lawnmower, man, because at this point, the amount of energy we've dumped into waiting for it is probably going to boil over, and I think we're going to beat the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> kind of yeah. like what Joel did to that vagina. Jesus. Uh, okay, <laughs> man. Holy shit. Jesus. Whoa. Jesus Christ. All right. Hold that one up. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even. <laughs> what? Typically, the show, and like everyone's trying to do a thing, and Eric's like, gross thing. <laughs> Technically, that's Damn. more factual than gross. Okay. Um... <laughs> Damn. Wow. Okay. Um, Lost Hero Podcast. Uh, every single week uh, on today, Friday, as we're recording this, um, our new episode is um, mine and Eric Sayor's top 10 films of the year. Um, go give it a listen. Uh, so tell us if book. we're wrong. Yeah. Uh, Green Book is not a feature. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, Almost choked. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. So yeah. Uh. 
goes go that go do that, and my other plug has Hunter in it, so I'll let him do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I was a guest on Lost Era podcast recently. We were watching movies from our childhood. Uh, it went, it went fifty percent good and fifty percent bad. Uh, go yeah. check that out. Um, over at Lost Hero Games, we're actually doing something really cool. Um, Emmett is hosting a like PlayStation All Stars like tournament type thing. Uh, there's a whole thing going on on the site. It's really cool. Like, go follow the to like participate. You just, just go on Twitter and follow that account. It's just Lost Hero Games. Um, Lost Hero Games comes out every Monday, I think. That's usually when Eric. Uh, Eric Emmett <laughs> gets them off. Um, but yeah, which, check that stuff out. Andy fell asleep. What? Which one is the one? Where oh, Andy fell asleep oh. last episode because he was drunk and he was talking about Resident Evil Two, and then he just decided. <laughs> <to listen and talk. laughs> Love that guy. Uh, episode in a row that I'm like, I have to listen to that one. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um. So, yep, check that out. Monster Mash every month. Check that out as well. We're on iTunes. All the stuff. And uh, don't follow me on social media. This episode of Mash, it's not getting published right now because I forgot at all. That's not, that's not. No. no. Our own's like, never happened. Because of the existence of this program. No, no, no. No, that's not the truth. That, that that's fake news. Uh, fake news. Hashtag. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, rejected. Yep. I, I I have an announcement. I've hired Roger Stone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm Eric Zierczak. You can find me on Instagram underscore Fedor. There's pictures of dogs and cats, and food and comic books. I'm floating around the Phantom Zone. I'm I'm just there. I'm eternally there. Um. Yeah, that's that's all I got because I got my I got my horrible comment in earlier, so uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Just Joel just mowing lawns and Stop. smashing no. that puss. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying the girl hole? Hey, hold on, are you saying Job? Job, I'm sorry. I you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sorry, Job I mean, is mowing like, those lawns. Kind of close, because I don't remember a biblical Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's... Joel! In the, in the Bible part four, I Job to be Joel because it's Joel. more approachable. But he smashes that puss. God said I'm the Joel, go do my bidding. Fucking A. Go, go crush that vag, Joel. No, stop. <laughs> no. What are we doing here? What is this? What is this show anymore? Uh, this is It's Super Bad. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey.